Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to the Triangles Meditation Group, a weekly webinar, which has a, a twofold purpose. One, to introduce this planetary service of triangles to people who are new to it and to aid them in the forming of triangles. And also to provide a platform for people who are already members of Triangles to come together each week and participate in a meditative visualization in the support and strengthening of this planetary network. Triangles is a simple visualization technique using the power of thought and prayer to uplift and transform consciousness. The work consists of establishing a line of lighted loving communication between three people who agree to vivify that triangular link every day. Three people linked together as a triangle of light, mentally, spiritually, and in the spirit of goodwill to all humanity. Their triangle is then placed within the larger framework of the planetary network of triangles of all those who are participating each day and as that network is visualized, it's followed by a sounding of the Great Invocation, a powerful world prayer designed to release and distribute spiritual energies into the minds and hearts of all who can respond to spiritual stimulation when it's released into the atmosphere. Triangles need only take a few minutes each day, and therefore it can be fit into even the busiest of schedules. And we know that Triangles is spread primarily not by any online platform, but more by individuals, Triangles members here and there throughout the world who recognize that as the network grows, so too does the ability to our planet to respond and move more fully into alignment with the plan. And so it's good news. The good news that we have to share is that we've been hearing reports of quite a number of other groups that are working with Triangles, um, some online and some in their local community, um, having gatherings or online participation, whereby people who are new to this work can gain a fuller understanding. Um, there were people who were participating in this um, webinar who spoke French, and I believe I've heard that they started their own webinar. Another co-worker in um, Hong Kong has started a really um, powerful online platform for people in that part of the world who it's too early for them uh, to join us. And so they formed their own uh, online group. There are people involved with the Pranic Healing Network, which is a very large group of people. All, all of a sudden we've heard that they're very interested and are forming triangles. Um, I know the Seven Ray Institute is also doing some good work hosting webinars related to potentiating triangles, you might say. And so it's just a sign of the times. People want to help, people want to do what they can to transform planetary consciousness and triangles is one of those powerful tools for doing that. So it's great to, to have this recognition of so many others working along the same lines. So now as we do each week, we begin with a visualization followed by sounding of a mantra. So let's visualize the planet as a sphere of lighted energy 
Now visualize within that sphere a triangle. This is a triangle composed of the three primary planetary centers, Shambhala, the planetary head center, the spiritual hierarchy, the planetary heart, and humanity, the planetary throat center. Visualize the circulation of energies flowing in all directions around the triangle, merging and blending the three points, filling the triangle with light. Now superimposed upon that triangle, visualize a five-pointed star of indigo blue. This is the star of the world teacher, linking east and west, past and future, radiating the energy of love wisdom. At each point of the star, the sphere of his activity stands an outpost of his consciousness, the five planetary centers. Visualize the energy radiating forth from the center out through these five points of the planetary star. London. Darjeeling. New York. Geneva. Tokyo. Visualize these outpouring energies enlivening small groups gathering everywhere, aiding them to focus and direct the energies into the consciousness of all humanity, solving its problems, creating right human relations, restoring peace on earth.
radiance are we in power. We stand forever with our hands stretched out, linking the heavens and the earth, the inner world of meaning and the subtle world of glamour. We reach into the light and bring it down to meet the need. We reach into the silent place and bring from thence the gift of understanding. Thus with the light we work and turn the darkness into day. Thank you. So today, after our meditation, we're, we have the good fortune to hear from Steve Nation. Many of you will know Steve. He's heading up the New York Center uh, on the board of trustees of Lucis Trust and many other boards of trustees, um, I believe. And Steve, Steve uh, has long held the work of triangles close to his heart. And so we really look forward to hearing from him after the meditation. When we view the year cyclically, we can say that we've just passed through the time of the greatest inpouring of light, highlighted this year by the conjunction with a powerful solar eclipse. And we're still standing within it as we pause and hold that extended moment. During eclipses, we often pay attention to the passage of the shadow of the eclipse, which is thought to indicate the areas of the planet that will be most impacted by its effects. And it's interesting, therefore, to note that the eclipse this year passed directly over the area in Tibet of Mount Kailash, which overshadows the Waisak Valley. During such times, there is a heightened interface between the inner and outer worlds, the space which Triangle's members cultivate each day. By working together, we help strengthen <clears throat> the etheric body of the planet so that it becomes a better vehicle for the energies of the soul to pour in, stimulating the higher aspects of both ourselves and all humanity. For so much in our world is geared towards stimulating the lower aspects of human nature. Triangles workers instead use the vehicle of the network to bring in that which stimulates the good, the beautiful and the true. But we can only do that to the extent that we have established the needed conditions and rhythms within ourselves that permit that soul to work through us. Humanity as a whole is demonstrating an increasing sensitivity to the subtle currents, and as a result, seeking substantive change. The divine blueprint that so many are coming to touch within their mind's eye appears as yet far from what we see happening 
in the world today, a world full of injustice, discrimination, imbalance, and a misappropriation of our resources. But once the inner currents have been released and the energies set in motion, and that is clearly happening now, nothing really can stop that inner vision that so many people hold within their hearts from becoming realized effectively within the world. The opportunity provided to Triangles workers is to keep working with the daily practice. For through this means, we provide sustenance for the outer work to keep moving forward through the inner bridge, releasing healing energies, creating solutions, healing antagonisms, and bringing that which has passed into alignment with that which is present and that which is to come. Collectively, the group stands on the periphery of what's called the Great Ashram. That ashram being not a physical place, but rather a state of consciousness, a group composed of smaller groups, all working along the different lines, each contributing its part to the grand design. This next cycle through which we are passing now at this time of outbreathing is always heavily influenced among the disciples of the world by the planet Neptune, a sacred planet along the sixth ray line that facilitates the ability to bridge between worlds. Neptune, after all, is the sign of the Christ. And surely this energy wielded by the disciples of the world helps to quell the heavy thunder of the lower sixth ray influence working through the planet Mars, which is coming into powerful alignment with the released energies of the eclipse in a few days time. Triangles workers can therefore work with the higher Mars, which is Neptune, the sacred planet, quelling the turbulent waters and presenting instead a clear pool. So together we learn to work with the pattern of the heavens, with the rays, the stars, constellations, and planets, which rhythmically weave their lights and sounds, folding into one another, stepping down and transmuting that which emanates from distant points so that we, the little ones, can play our part in contributing to the reestablishing of the divine current. To enter the inner realms, we have to learn to work on the borderline, the place between worlds, wherein land and sea and air meet and blend. From that point, we can drink from the inner reservoirs, breathe in the air of the higher places, and anchor the strands of fiery living light on earth. So in order to stand in that place, that midway point, in a way we have, as Christ taught, to let go of so many of the trappings of the world and become instead as little children, as those who have learned to let go of some of the heavy baggage of this world. Along that lines, I'd like therefore to close with a poem I've used before on these webinars, but which so beautifully expresses the qualities that perhaps we as adults need to remember to hold in the midst of the shifting tides of our world. It's a poem by 
Rabindranath Tagore, called On the Seashore. On the seashore of endless worlds, children meet. The infinite sky is motionless overhead and the restless water is boisterous. On the seashore of endless worlds, the children meet with shouts and dances. They build their houses with sand and they play with empty shells. With withered leaves, they weave their boats and smilingly float them on the vast deep. Children have their play on the seashore of worlds. They know not how to swim. They know not how to cast nets. Pearl fishers dive for pearls. Merchants sail in their ships, while children gather pebbles and scatter them again. They seek not for hidden treasures. They know not how to cast nets. The sea surges up with laughter and pale gleams the smile of the sea beach. Death-dealing waves sing meaningless ballads to the children, even like a mother while rocking her baby's cradle. The sea plays with children and pale gleams the smile of the sea beach. On the seashore of endless worlds, children meet. Tempest roams in the pathless sky. Ships are wrecked in the trackless water. Death is abroad and children play. On the seashore of endless worlds is the great meeting of children. So let's work now in our meditation. Linking in thought as a soul, as a point of love and light with all those people throughout the world who are also working with this Triangles Meditation Group. We link with the highest center, Center Shambhala. In the center of the will of God, I stand. Naught shall deflect my will from his. I implement that will by love. I turn towards the field of service. I, the Triangle Divine, work out that will within the square and serve my fellow men. Using the creative imagination, link with two other points of light to create a triangle of light.
visualize the triangle in which you are working as an essential part of the radiant worldwide triangles network. Lift the consciousness to the world teacher and to the group soul, the heart of love, both underlying and fusing the whole network, standing in the center of the spiritual hierarchy and within the heart of each triangle. Visualize the energies of love, light, and goodwill circulating in and around the Triangles Network. Visualize these energies unifying and eliminating all divisions within humanity, healing and transforming human consciousness and establishing right human relationships.
sound the mantra of the invitation. The souls of all are one, and I am one with them. I seek to love, not hate. I seek to serve and not exact due service. I seek to heal, not hurt. Let pain bring due reward of light and love. Let the soul control the outer form and life and all events and bring to light the love that underlies the happenings of the time. Let vision come and insight. Let the future stand revealed. Let inner union demonstrate and outer cleavages be gone. Let love prevail. Let all people love. Visualize the whole planet alight with triangles. See new triangles being formed everywhere. Prior to sounding the great invocation, let's pause and consider the work that will be done by the words as they're poured out. And as we repeat each stanza, let's visualize the network acting as a link between the world of spiritual realities and humanity, and as a channel through which light and love and divine purpose may flow into human consciousness. from the point of light within the mind of God. Let light stream forth into human minds. Let light descend on earth. From the point of love within the heart of God, let love stream forth into human hearts. May the coming one return to earth. From the center where the will of God is known, let purpose guide all little human wills. The purpose which the masters know and serve. From the center 
which we call the human race. Let the plan of love and light work out and may it seal the door where evil dwells. Let light and love and power restore the plan on earth. Thank you, everyone. And now it's my pleasure to introduce Steve again, and I'll unmute your microphone. Steve, would you be able to start just by introducing the work that's upcoming during this week so that people will know about what's planned for the week ahead? Yeah, that's a great idea. Thank you, Kathy. Thanks for that lovely talk and the wonderful meditation, everybody. Um, the, this week, starting on the 21st, which was um, Sunday, through to the 27th, which is this coming Saturday, is being observed by a huge range of groups all over the world as World Unity Week. And there are, I don't know how many different sort of Zoom chat rooms, some of them with programs going on for 24 hours a day. Um, and the interesting thing is it's all centered around different approaches to the idea of oneness and unity. It's an incredible thing. Um, it, it's great to see it's a sign, as um, Dot Maver has said, it, it's a really interesting sign of the New World Religion um, because it's, it's a sort of ritual of coming together, all designed around the idea of the solstice and around a wish to support the United Nations, starting on the 21st when the UN has two days, the International Day of Yoga and the International Day of the Solstice, two official days on the United Nations calendar and ending with the 75th anniversary of the signing of the Charter in San Francisco, the UN Charter. And within this amalgam of sort of hundreds of programs and so on. World Goodwill is going to be offering two, um, two programs. One in support of World Unity Week, the, the Goodwill Meditation Group webinar will be on the last, Thursday, last Wednesday of the month as it usually is, which is the 24th during the week at 12 noon Eastern time um, for one hour and that um, will be a special 
broadcast dedicated to the um, World Unity Week, um, including a focus on using the Goodwill Meditation, and the it will include an interview with Dot Maver, who's very actively involved in the week and who is coordinating the use of the global silent minute through the week and particularly um, around the on the actual solstice, the time of the solstice. And then Wilgur will be offering another webinar, this time Wilgur will at the UN, um, which is a blog that's available on the Wilgur will website. And that will be focused again on using the Goodwill Meditation Group and that will be done under the auspices of one of the um, convergent spaces, the Sacred Spaces and Talking Circles Convergence Room that's organized by the Sacred Earth Council and that will be on Friday the 26th at 10 a.m. Eastern Time. Great. Yeah, so everyone's very welcome to join into those programs. And we should also say that we have a new moon meeting tonight at 6 p.m. And maybe, Michael, you could put a link for that. Um, so we hope you can, as many of you can join in with that, too. So thanks for doing that, Steve. And I know you have a lot of thoughts to share with the group because of your long-standing love of the work of Tangle. So why don't you begin by sharing? Okay. Okay, thank you, Kathy. I don't know that I have a lot to share. Um, thank you for thank you for that the wonderful meditation. Thank you, everybody. There's 240 of us. To, uh, 200. They're going up and down by the ones. Around 240 of us together on this call, um, and so we can think of ourselves as one sort of circle where, in 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 time and space we're actually together. And then we can think of the much wider circle that includes so many um, minds that may not be on this call, but in the field of light that is the triangle's work, are one group mind. Um, and these webinars and things which are wonderful it's important that we never see them replacing our ability to work with mind and to train ourselves to become aware of a group mind um, that whose purpose is solely to serve humanity and the plan, the plan of, for human evolution, basically the plan for the evolution of consciousness, the plan as exists in the mind of God. So, <clears throat> this um, I love this webinar. I love the way it's it's working out. It's with it incredible to have it organised every week, every um, every Monday. It's 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 a it's a triumphant focus that you've held, um, Kathy, and it's the the support it has is a sign of its value. It's a really wonderful thing. And one of the things I wanted to talk about a little was. The relationship between triangles workers who are, come from the Alice Bailey tradition, who are students of the teachings in the Alice Bailey books, and the triangles network as a whole and as it was envisioned by the Tibetan. Um, because they're, they're two completely complementary sort of parts of a network. 
because triangles came out of the Alice Bailey teaching, it's, it's the idea of three people linking up in thought um, to use the great invocation to invoke light and goodwill on behalf of humanity. The power of such linking of groups of three is something that comes from the Alice Bailey teachings. Other, other, there might be similar ideas in from other aspects, other esoteric teachings, but I'm not so familiar with such an organized idea. And the way it's developed, um, it truly has become a global network of workers. Now within that, there are those whose particular spiritual dharma draws them to the study of the Alice Bailey teachings and theosophy, which is absolutely impregnated with the idea of triangles. Triangles is central um, to the understanding of the relationship of who I am as a human being, um, who we are as a human family in the, in the cosmos and in the hierarchy of consciousness, triangles are central. Of course, in nearly every other spiritual tradition at the heart of the, the sort of esoteric networks at the heart of those traditions, the, there often is a deep understanding, a profound understanding of the nature of triangles, of the nature of the triangular relationship. And that, as much as anything else, suggests the true living, vibrant reality of this idea of triangles. But it just strikes me, and in, in listening to this, participating in this webinar today and thinking about it, it strikes me it's really important for us to have in mind that the idea of three people from any spiritual tradition making a commitment to Lincoln thought and for follow a practice, because triangles is a spiritual practice as much as anything, to um, for three people from any spiritual tradition whatsoever to Lincoln thought on a daily rhythm to see each of the other two parties in their essential light. So that's through practice, that's one's developing one's mind, the sensitivity of one's mind to truly sense the presence of the soul in the other two and in oneself to build mentally this image of a triangle with higher energies pouring into that triangle for the sole purpose of serving the evolution of consciousness and then knitting that triangle into the, all the other triangles around the world. It's so important that for, to me, it's just so important that we see the universality of that vision and we see how simple and transparently sort of authentic and honest it is. Something that we can talk to any of our friends who come from any spiritual tradition, because there should be no, there is no, there should be no thought that to participate in triangles, to be a full, profound member of triangles, one needs to have any association whatsoever with the Alice Bailey teachings. 
for the, the, the Bailey teachings impel many of us in the work, and so it should, because if we're students of the Bailey teachings, triangles are so central. It's like one of the fundamental anchoring points in our spiritual life as we grow through the decades is to contribute to the vitality and the livingness of this network. That's of course a special dharma we have and it's a responsibility for all of us who love this teaching. We've been asked to do that by the teacher and um, it's it, 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 it probably as much as anything else, it helps students from the Bailey tradition to truly develop their synthetic capacity, their relationship to humanity as a whole, and their sense of the magnificence of what is happening in the evolution of consciousness as human consciousness incarnated in the world of time and space responds to these incoming lighted loving energies of the sacred, of the realm of the soul, the kingdom of the soul, of what in the theosophical tradition is referred to as the hierarchy, but every tradition has different languages referring to this kingdom of lighted loving consciousness that exists outside of time and space, that is oriented towards the transformation and evolution of consciousness. Uh, yeah, so <laughs> that's one. That's one of the things I really wanted to talk about because I think that in, in in this webinar, I love the the focus on the teachings, the focus on astrology, um, the profound relationship between Shambhala hierarchy, humanity, and I think it's very very important at the same time to balance that with a sense of this universal vision and to look at the fundamentals that, you know, triangles, one of the things that makes it unique is that it's focus on invocation. The spiritual life in humanity today, it seems to me is incredibly rich and from the Bailey perspective, the ashram must be so um, impressed by the way in which a new spirituality with some, uh, I'm not talking about the sort of sentimental spirituality, which is just the mass level expression, which is great to see because it's at a mass level, but I'm thinking more of the discipleship quality within the human spirituality today. It seems to me that it is very alive, has some bite and it, it definition um, in all the different spiritual paths. Um, and that's so very good to see. But within that, there is not the focus on invocation that is our contribution to make. Yeah, not just on the invocation day either, right? It's part of everyday um, our meditation work and our use of the great invocation and our triangles practice that they all involve the ability to invoke. Exactly. And the thing that, because the universal idea of the value of concentrating this sort of unconscious call for light, which is present and is very present in human spirituality, but to make it conscious, 
and 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 then the great invocation of course is a perfect tool but even if people don't use the great invocation to be conscious of the value of invocation in the spiritual life of humanity to call on hierarchy it's like that film what is it um build the uh, build the field and they will come uh, it, it, it's a fundamental thing that and deepen if, if in spirituality to be constantly deepening that to which you're calling to the mind of God, the heart of God, and this the sort of purpose of divine. Yes. You you had wanted to touch a little bit upon um, the what's called the heart center of the new group of world servers to clarify yeah. what that. Yes. Yeah, it's um, the the what we might think of as the world esoteric group. Um, I sometimes hear discussion, you know, people talking about even things like disciples, um, discipleship consciousness, and I think it's really important to affirm that this isn't something that refers to one specific spiritual tradition or an esoteric tradition like the Bailey tradition. Um, the Bailey tradition simply gives us a way of looking. It gives us a lens through which to look at something that's happening in the field of spirituality and humanity in our time in the 21st century. Um, and to me, what that is, is within the wide field of sort of, of interspirituality, of um, this sort of growing unity consciousness, um, the terrific interest in relating different spiritual paths. Within that, there are a group of real, the discipleship thinkers within their particular tradition, because it's important, I think, that people need, in order to truly see the synthesis and the unity of reality and of the spiritual life, one really needs to follow the spe a specific discipline of a specific path. Because if that's a, if it's a real path, it is it will provide a direct way to be aligned with the, the soul and with the higher, with the triad, um, and any real spiritual teaching will do that. So within each tradition and each, relig each religion, there is this world esoteric group of the thinkers whose mind and heart is unusually alive to the realities of the spiritual world coming into contact with the human world and of the transformation that the human world is making and of the role that service plays, the the role, the, the fundamental need for love of humanity, which in other words, for understanding of this incredible, almost yeah, certainly muscular, but almost sort of mineral change that's happening in the human right now, to observe it with love. And all these different spiritual paths at their heart, at their core, there are the, the, these fields of group consciousness that truly understand the transformation that's occurring. And through the understanding, serve with fire 
And I think we should never forget that most nearly all of the service meditation work that's done under the Alice Bailey tradition, a part of it identifies with this world esoteric group to think how vital and alive and real it is now. Thank you. Maybe it would be fun when we can open it up for a few comments or questions. Yeah, let's see what, what's going on. Um, so if you'd like to speak audibly, you can just click on your name in the participants box and we'll unmute your microphone. Or you can um, post a comment in the chat box. Um, there is a question from Clint. I don't know if you can. Yeah, I can see it. Thanks, Clint. Hi. Um, yeah, this is interesting. I'll read it. I mentioned circles, um, and I'd been thinking previously of us as individual spheres capable of extending goodwill. But you had you explained it as as a group being the circle or sphere. Could you talk more about us as a circle and what effect we might, as a group, be having on humanity? Because I think it could be more potent than we realize, rotating wheels of fiery light and love. That's very, that's interesting, Clint, because I would have to think about that because when I use the word circles, I think of, I wasn't actually thinking of the, um, um, of, of, a, of a circle as a geometric shape. I was thinking more that within the group in consciousness, so there's a field of consciousness, which I guess the easiest way of talking about it is a field of light, but it has definition. And within that field of consciousness, as say the world discipleship group, there are points of focus, um, circles. And it's, it's good to think of them as circles. Um, rotating wheels of fiery light and love. Each circle has its own definition because it has its own particular language, its own way of constructing an understanding of the relationship between time and space and the timeless, between um, personality, soul and spirit. Um, and each of those traditions, it's important that they keep their specific approach because every approach is needed by hierarchy and by humanity. And because the Tibetan places such a focus on us learning to identify as a group, so move beyond this idea of the individual to the idea of a group field of consciousness characterized by a particular orientation to reality and through time that orientation becoming more central to the group life. Every one of these points of focus, these rotating wheels of fiery light and love in the world esoteric group is itself a, a, a field of group mind and heart um, and yet the more we start to see from the perspective of the soul 
which means from the perspective of hierarchy, hierarchy is the kingdom of soul, the more we begin to see these rotating wheels of fiery light and love in relationship and part of one whole, that is the world esoteric group, whose whole, the whole thing about this group is its, is its will and intent to be useful to humanity at this time. You know, humanity polarized, um, incoming energies clashing against outgoing energies, glamours and illusions stimulated because they're working through. And these things happening in almost every relationship that we're involved with, every personal relationship, every relationship with our neighbors, with our community, every time we watch our national news and we are seeing this energetic, fiery sort of clashing of energies, but out of it something unbelievable emerging out of the chaos. I mean, the training of esoteric groups, and I think from any one of these fiery circles of fiery light and love, are beginning to see the, the wholeness as a human approach to spirituality that is revealing itself out of all the difference and diversity. And the more we see that wholeness, the more we enable it to come into incarnation and to shape our lives and see how it's shaping the life of humanity. One of the things, uh, I should shut up. <laughs> uh, um, see, there's a few more comments if you want to read any of them. Matthew, I can see Matthew Martin. Hi. Besides working in the external world to bring forth positive change, esoterically we understand that we can work within the field of mind and heart for the evolution of humanity. Absolutely, sir. Uh, that's, that really is the fundamental. That the causal, that's, that by working esoterically, we're working with cause. Um, and our work is to truly transform the substance of mind and heart. And the interesting thing is the only way we can possibly be of use in this, because we're all, all of us are like little apprentices, is if we seek to train to transform our own mind and heart to become more useful of an, as an instrument, and at the same time as we do that, imagine that every tiny little chink of light um, is our contribution to the human transformation. Um, it's, it's, it's this Buddhist idea of dana is, is our gift. Every tiny little thing we do is not so much for our own transformation as it's the universal human. Um, being transformed and it's us taking a measure of responsibility for that work. Well, that's Steve, but I think maybe we'll end on that. Yeah, good. And thank, 
so much for sharing your thoughts and love of this work with you. Thank you. Thank you, Kathy. Thank you for all of your love of this work and all that you do. And so many of us in this circle, so lovely to think of the, of esoteric Tokyo, of that beautiful work in Hong Kong, of so many different groups. Thank you, Kathy. That's been lovely. Thank you, everybody. So let's just take a moment of silence at this powerful time. Triangles workers and with all who stand within the heart center of individual Thank you, everyone.